All right, so I want to welcome you to episode 30 of the Zenfluence podcast. And in this episode, I get to sit down with a guest that I've had on the podcast before. His name's Hilton Chan. But uh, it's going to be interesting seeing him now, though, because now he's a fellow podcaster. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about his life, love, and legacy podcast that he created. And um, I guess I'm just going to let him take over the mic and talk about what that podcast is about. And then we'll dive into how he created it and kind of the learning lessons he's gone so far. So I guess without a doubt, um, Hilton, here you are. What is that podcast about? <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? So... As Jeremiah was mentioning, the podcast is called the Life, Love, and Legacy Podcast. Shameless self-promotion. You can definitely check it out on SoundCloud as well. Right now, as the, the recording of this episode, all I have is the intro. But hopefully when this episode comes out, I'll have my first episode. And I'll give you a hint as to who the guest is. He's the host of this podcast. But um, It was super nervous. <laughs> I think you did great, guys. You'll have to check it out yourself. Listen to my podcast and... Uh, tell Jeremiah how he did and you can comment on him you can uh, throw hate comments I'll make sure he gets every (laughs) single one of them but uh, no (laughs) the Life, Love and Legacy podcast what it is for me is it's a bit of a passion project which I think honestly is how a lot of podcasts start right it's just people who are very interested in stories either of other people or themselves or just having conversations Um, they just want that to be recorded because they think that there's some value that could be taken from that. And I think that for the Life, Love and Legacy podcast, without trying to be too vain with it, I think just the insights that I can provide through my dialogue with my guests are going to be valuable to some degree to people who are listening. And honestly, uh, I would love for it to grow big one day. Uh, I'm not saying that it won't, but even at the end of the day, you know, knock on wood, if it doesn't get that big, but it still impacts and it changes one person's life for me i think that's you know that for me is rewarding and fulfilling enough uh honestly right now it's more rewarding fulfilling enough just to be doing it uh anything above that anything in terms of like getting views getting listens i guess because you can't really view the podcast but uh getting listens and getting plays from people and getting feedback that's just i think cherry on top Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about. Um, In terms of what we talk about is we ask people those three things, aspects about their life experience. So their stories, usually there's people that I interview on that podcast. They're driven people. Like they are working on things. They're working hard. They have a goal in life. They're pushing towards that. And each one of their stories is inspirational. We can learn a lot from them. So those are the types of guests I aim to have on it. And then also, Uh, asking about their life experiences of how they got there. And then love, not just like romantic relationships, so uh, your significant other, but hopefully people will talk about that, but also just the relationships that they have. So those people that they really uh, resonate with in their lives and figure out, you know, how did I become friends with this person? How did I learn from my past relationships with my family? And what lessons can I give there? And then lastly, legacy. For right now, I know a lot of my guests are going to be working towards their goals. Some of them will have already made it to a degree, but I think a lot of them will are still just grinding through it and driving through it. And I think that's inspirational. I think that for my listeners, when they listen to that, it can inspire them because they're already on that same journey. As great as it is to listen to podcasts of 
you know, great people who have already made it and are very successful. There's a lot of value there for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think there's almost this sense of relatability when you are listening to a podcast where both the interviewer and the interviewee are still working and pushing towards their goals, uh, sharing their experiences, sharing what they've learned, but sharing uh, kind of the things that they still need to work on and sharing how most of them are very humble and they recognize that. So that's what that legacy piece is about is like, here's where I am right now. Here's what I've got working for me. Here's the legacy, the impact that I want to leave on the world. Mm, and I just want to add, or I kind of want to like honor you for Psych Hilton. Cause I think it's really inspiring to see someone take an idea, you know, and you've thought a lot about this, right? Like you've, this is pretty hardcore and kind of implement it and, and, you know, talk about it and, you know, start taking action. And it's inspiring for me because I can see you and kind of like feed off that energy. And I, I think like, I want to ask you, like, how do you think someone can like find like a purpose like this or a passion or, or kind of like find like a passion or the drive to do something like this? Maybe it's not a podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something completely different. Right. But you obviously looked, you kind of found like something you're passionate about. Right. And I, I think that's, pretty hard to do um it, it is honestly and i think where you have to really start is you got to try a bunch of different things um a lot of you probably know who gary vaynerchuk is and he's always a proponent of saying that once you're in your 20s and your 30s you're still so young even though it feels like there's all this external pressure to have your things figured out have your ducks in a row and really you know get on with your life and succeed right away but for a lot of us you know a lot of us go to university, but we just graduate and we still have no idea what we want to do. Uh, we're still all so young. We can try a bunch of different things, fail at a bunch of different things and still be young enough to pick one thing eventually that we'd love to do that resonates with us and then commit 100% to it and then really grow that and then make it successful. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would say just try a lot of different things. I know I did try a lot of different things before. Uh, for those of you who don't know, right now I'm trying to get into medical school and become a doctor. And for me, that's still a goal, but for the longest time it was, I thought like the only goal. I thought, man, if I could become a doctor, like that is gonna change my life. Like that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. And then, you know, as I've gone older and um, almost there at this point, again, knock on wood that I get in. Yeah, <laughs> thanks Jeremiah. <laughs> Um, but I realize that I'm so close now, but then I'm always striving for more. So I know now that medical school might not be the end for me. You know, being a doctor might not be, you know, the last goal that I want to achieve. I want to grow beyond that. So that's kind of where the Life, Love and Legacy podcast started. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm passionate about, something that I want to work on while I'm in medical school and seeing where that develops, seeing where I can take it after. Yeah, and that's interesting too, because uh, I was talking to Hilton about this before, but you know, there's human beings and I, in the last podcast too, about variation, but we're so unique. Mm -hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of the times, you know, we have that one dimensional side about you. That's like, Oh, I want to, I'm a doctor and that's my only goal. But realistically, you know, when you look at yourself, Hilton, there's so many aspects of you. Mm -hmm. There's like this like interdimensional person with all these interests, all these other gifts, all this uniqueness that you can share. And, you know, I think that's where you can kind of find your passion in it's like when you figure out that like there's more that you have to offer 
and then you start sharing it and you, you naturally get that passion behind it and it's kind of like a cycle yeah guys i'm like a special snowflake okay like yeah. i I got many different <laughs> sides i'm layered okay no i'm not a snowflake yeah. i'm an onion i have many many layers you know mm-hmm. but i guess like the question i have here is like you were you, you were aware of that right like at some point you realize like you know there's more to me it's more about this it's more here and you know how, how do you think someone can find that like is it I think one of the problems in the in the world right now is people see themselves one way and they and they limit themselves. You know, they mm-hmm. view themselves as like, oh, I'm just like not smart. I'm just, oh, I could never do that, or I I just like, I could never lose 100 pounds because I'm yeah. just, I like I'm just big, or like I could never do this, I could never do that, and you know, they they view themselves through one lens, mm-hmm. right? And I think like, it takes a lot of work, but also you have to be open minded enough to you know kind of reach for more and see the different parts of yourself and not reject them, but accept them. I agree. I think, I think it's hard because, uh, what Jeremiah kind of alludes to a little bit are what I think are limiting beliefs. You know, you tell yourself some things, uh, for example, like, Oh yeah, I could never do that. I see someone else in the space doing what I want to do. So, uh, what's big right now, you know, Instagram influencers, specifically like fitness Instagram influencers is huge and a lot of people in the gym they look at that and they'd be like man I could, I could never do that like I just like the gym I'm not as big as that guy I'm not as shredded as that guy like I could never get there mm-hmm. and if you keep telling yourself that like that's that's all you're ever gonna do and uh, as long as you keep having that closed-minded belief about it then you're gonna stay where you are you know you kind of become you kind of whatever you are it persists whatever you think you are that persists but if you, for example, it's all about positive thinking. Like if you think you're something else, have you ever heard the saying that like people who think differently, you kind of grow into your thoughts, you know, first you got to have to fake it to make it kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think, you know what? No, I'm going to, I can definitely be a fitness influencer. I just got to fake it till I make it. One day you're going to actually get there. Now you, that doesn't mean all you have to do is think to yourself, I just got to fake it till I make it. I got to fake it till I make it. I got to <laughs> fake it till I make it. Like you actually have to put in the work to actually get there. But once you have that mind shift, mindset shift where you're like, you know what, this is actually possible. I can do it. I am worthy. Then what you do is you reverse engineer it. It's like, okay, so you know what? I am worthy. I got to stop telling myself that I'm not. And it really helps uh, if you find examples in your life of people you want to be like, or if you have a very good support base. I was very fortunate. I had a lot of people around me who were supportive. You know, Jeremiah being one of them who has resonated with me on that level and be like, you know what? No, man, you can do this. Stop telling yourself you can, you can, you can't, you can do this. So once you start making that mind shift, then you reverse engineer it and be like, okay, so this is where I want to go. How do I get there? And then you go back to where you are now and you kind of chart that path and you work towards that goal. But it's it's a big mindset. Like uh, for me, I did a lot of self help stuff. I um, read a lot of books, watched so many like self help YouTube videos, and I can't even begin to describe <laughs> how many I've watched. Uh, probably like hours upon hours, days upon days. But I like it. Like just mm-hmm. the idea of self help and self development is something I really resonate with. So that's why I keep doing it. Yeah, I think also the thing I've. I've actually kind of learned this from you, Hilton, but you, you're a big proponent of education. Like back in school, like you did a lot of studying. I remember one time we were sitting at the C train. You probably don't remember this. You're sitting at the C train and you like showed me this book that you had, like one of your notebooks and it was like completely highlighted. And it was like, I think it was for one of your courses, but I was like, well, like this guy puts in like a lot of effort into learning. And you know, how, how do you, how did you develop that? Like, were you always just kind of 
intellectually curious or like drawn to knowledge or like into like development or like because I, I don't think that's normal in a sense because for me like the self-development stuff I like it too but it, I realize it is a lot of work mm-hmm. and you know a lot of times I want to just like relax and take a break but you know like I think you have like a true passion for learning and you enjoy like education well I'm gonna be the first one to say that I'm not perfect either of course mm-hmm. I still love to relax sometimes and you know either watch Netflix chill it with my friends you know whatever it may be but I, th- I think the biggest thing is what I've learned is school a lot of the knowledge that you gain in university I'm gonna be honest isn't the most helpful thing in the world for me but what I was able to gain from school wasn't the knowledge necessarily but the habits and the discipline I think that for me when I look back on my undergraduate degree and even my master's degree yeah I learned a little bit I think that would be helpful in applying to real world settings uh, and becoming a physician later on, or if I want to start a business as an entrepreneur, I think I learned a couple things in school that'd be helpful. But for the most part, what I learned in school that I found was most valuable is the ability to manage my time. So time management skills is huge, mm-hmm. even outside of school. And I think with the pressure of the five courses uh, and the degree that I was in, the honors program, uh, there was a lot of pressure. There was just a lot of work to be done. So I learned very much how to manage my time. And I think that's a transferable skill. Another thing is just discipline as well. You know, there were times where my friends were going out and they wanted to drink and party and stuff. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm perfect because I I enjoy that stuff too. I'm not going to lie. But uh, there were some times where I realized, hey, I got to sit down and I got to finish this assignment. And if you're able to apply that to your side hustle that you are doing right now or to your job out in the real world, there's going to be benefits and like real world Um, returns on your investment returns on having that skill being built during university Mm -hmm. so um, I think it's just skill building more than anything else that helped me to learn or get the ability to learn and I think it helps a lot if you are very passionate about what you're learning so try and find that I think I would say from my personal perspective a majority of students aren't really passionate about what they're learning and that shows Right. And that's just, I I think, unfortunate because as much as a university offers, I think there's a lot of stuff, especially the business and entrepreneur side mm-hmm. of the world that the school, that universities and schools don't really teach you about that a lot of people I think would benefit from and could be passionate about. So coming back to almost the self-development side, mm-hmm. what draws you to self-development? I think one of the biggest things is just knowing that there's always room to grow. Growth is what really uh, helps me. Uh, I think it really motivates me because I always have this goal in sight and I'm working towards it. However, there's, there can be a flip side to that where it can be very negative. And I've experienced it too for a while where um, you always feel like you're never happy because you're always working towards the next thing. You're always working towards the next thing. Oh, I achieved this goal in my life. Okay, but now I got to do this. So for example, uh, I get into medical school. Great. But now I'm going to go become a doctor. I got to go make millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. it just never ends. And for some people like me, it could be very motivating, but I can also see how for some people it could be very uh, negative. It can bring them down because they just feel like they're never enough. So um, as cheesy as it sounds, there's kind of two things that I really live by. Uh, there's this one quote that I heard from Christian Guzman, you know, for people who listen to the podcast, uh, they know that I'm a fan of him and Jeremiah is as well. He has the saying, which is called proud, but never satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I really resonate with that in the sense that it's about being proud of all that you've accomplished so far, but not being 
complacent about it, not being just happy sitting here and not growing. Because if you're not growing, then you're just complacent. And I feel like complacency uh, is the death of all things. Yeah, and I love that quote too, because I think life is dynamic, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't, you know, life is actually pretty long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it, it keeps moving. So you have to keep on going. You know, you can't, you can't just stop when you're like 20 or 30. No, and just be like, I made it. And yeah, just exactly. Like coast, right? Yeah, and there's always room to grow, right? In any area you want to. But at the same time, I think being proud of what you have or being satisfied or, or just being proud of what you have here is just the ability to say, like, you know what? I'm grateful for gratitude. Gratitude, yeah. Showing gratitude. Gratitude's huge. And I think the other uh, quote that I really resonate with is the one that says, no matter where you are, no, no sorry, what is it? It is wherever you go, there you are. And um, I'm sure Jeremiah has heard of it too. And the reason I think that quote really resonates with me is just because it really talks about the fact that if you aren't happy with where you are currently, chances are you're not going to be happy once you reach that thing that you think will make you happy. So if you're sitting here right now and you're be like, I'm not happy because I don't have a million dollars and you toil and you bust your ass to like go and get that million dollars, like, do you really think you're going to be happy when you get that million dollars? Because then you're just going to find something else to be unhappy about. Mm-hmm. So the saying is like, no matter where you are, no matter whether or not you have a million dollars or you don't, there you are. That same mentality of scarcity where it's just like, I need something else. I need something else to be happy. I get this, but I need this other thing to be happy. I got that. I need another thing to be happy. That mentality will always stay with you no matter what you achieve in life. So instead of looking at uh, growth and accomplishments as I need this to be fulfilled, I need this to be happy, look at it as like, I'm working towards this because the process of working towards it makes me happy and the process of always improving makes me happy, not just the end goal. So I guess coming back to this, when you're kind of low and like beaten down, Mm -hmm. how do you motivate yourself or get yourself going again? Like is, how do you get the energy to continue growing? when you're when you're kind of low well i'm gonna sit here and not tell you that i'm i'm perfect because i'm not there are gonna be times where you kind of just have to live in that low energy and i don't know almost like vegetate just like watch a bunch of netflix or Mm -hmm. play video games but for me personally and i don't know if this happens with other people as well there hits a certain point where like if i'm on my like third or fourth episode of something on netflix i just think to myself like what am I doing? Like, like, come on. Like I, there are other things in my life that I know I should be working on. I'm just not doing them. Like, why am I procrastinating? Like, it almost feels like, it's almost like a sense of guilt that I feel that I'm like, Oh, like it just just doesn't like make sense. I don't feel like disgusted, but it's just like, I don't like what I'm doing right now. Watching this Netflix. Like I'm just numbing my brain and it's not conducive to my growth. It's not being productive at all. And you know, I feel guilty about it because it feels like I'm wasting my time. But second of all, I realize like there are things that need to get done and if they don't get done, there are going to be consequences. So then mm-hmm. I push and I get that motivation. So it kind of comes in spikes. It comes in waves. Uh, it's a lot easier, for example, with the podcast as opposed to like schoolwork, where it's like, I really genuinely enjoy working on that podcast. It's a lot easier to find motivation that way. So coming back to your podcast, where yeah. do you see life, love, and legacy? Let's say in what's your vision for it? Where, where do you want to see this thing grow? I think ideally, in an ideal world, if I could make all the dreams in my life come true, which I'm working on towards, you know. By the way, so hit me up in five years. Hopefully, it's somewhere. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, 
I think I would love for it to grow into a podcast that reaches a wide audience. Not because I care about the fame or anything, but because I hope that at that point, the podcast has a lot of value to offer. And then if it has a lot of value to offer, then I want to reach as many people as possible. Because then that way you can make the biggest positive impact on people's lives, which is you know what I've wanted to do all along. Um, and then, you know, after that, I feel like I'm going to learn a lot of the lessons from my guests, from a lot of the dialogue and the conversations we have. And then maybe I'll be able to transition that into helping other people more directly. So if they want to come with me and work on some of their sticking points, some of the things that they're struggling with, with in their life, like I would be very much open to that. So that's the end goal. Uh, hopefully by then, of course, as well, I'll be a doctor. Uh, so maybe practicing medicine a bit on the side, but I really want to leverage that uh, experience as being a doctor into my uh, business, whatever it may be, whether it just be with the podcast or also uh, coaching, consulting, coursework, whatever that may be. Yeah, and I think that's, I don't know, this just, it's inspiring to hear that because it just helps me. It, like, this is my selfish reason for it, but it, just, <laughs> it, it helps me work on like Zenfulness and Chase My Thing. Yeah. You know, and I think like that's the beauty of, you know, just surrounding yourself with people who are, you know, working out their craft or working on their passion is it makes it more re- realistic for you. And you see them working on it and their dreams and it starts to happen. And then it, it then it makes your thing happen more. And it, you, it motivates, it motivates you, right? you yeah. and it just, it kind of normalizes what, what like it just normalizes possibilities. Yeah. Right. And I think that's why it's so important to surround yourself with the right people because if everyone's kind of tearing you down or pulling you down, telling you that it's not possible, tell, yeah, telling you that it's not possible, then yeah. you know what? You, you like we're not isolated. Like <laughs> it, that that stuff creeps into you, and then you stop trying, and then then it isn't possible, right? Yeah. But you know when you surround yourself with people who are, it, it's just a lot more possible than you realize. Yeah, when you, when you surround yourself with people that are mm-hmm. doing what you want to do or doing other things that are really cool, but as long as they're also striving towards it and they see the possibilities in their field, then hopefully whatever you're working on, they'll tell you that, hey, it's possible for me to do this in my field. I know it's gonna be possible for you to do it in your field. So let's go work hard together and let's go get this bread as the young kids would say. <laughs> I'm getting old, guys. I'm getting real old. Yeah, I'm not gonna he's lie. Not, he's 23, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just, I feel old. Like there's all these rappers out there with these like names I've never heard of. Like mumble rap, like the fact that I have to complain about mumble rap makes me feel like I'm real old. And like, if anybody who's older than 23 listens to this, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna be like, "Man, screw this guy!" He's like, he's like, what does he know about being old? Actually, like, I, I kind of like the new rappers coming out. Like, that's totally like, fair. Yeah. You're following, so you're you're more young at heart than I am. I'm like falling out of touch with things. I don't listen to the radio any of that anymore. No. Okay, so I guess. I'm going to try and uh, come to the end of this <laughs> podcast and wrap it up, but I'm going to pull yeah. a secret question on Hilton over here. Okay. Uh, one that we but, pulled before on Keith, but it's, it's called the Lewis house question. Oh, so, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I listen to a lot of Lewis house, so I, yeah. I think I should be okay. <laughs> so Hilton, what is your definition of greatness? Definition of greatness. Um, you would think I like, I listen to Lewis house extensively Lewis house. If you're listening to this one day, What's up? How's it going? I'm a big fan. Um, uh, greatness. I think the definition of greatness, honestly, is working on something that you're passionate about that makes a positive contribution to the world. 
And it doesn't matter how big that positive contribution is, as long as it is a positive contribution. Uh, so you could be working for a small not for profit, making the lives of uh, people from low status, low socioeconomic status families uh, more stable, or providing them with resources to improve their health, uh, to doing something huge like you know being a part of the United Nations, for example, and impacting people on a global scale and making positive change there. It doesn't matter, just as long as one you are passionate and you like what you do. Because if you don't, then it's not gonna last, not gonna be sustainable, you're gonna live a miserable life, and like no one wants that for you, I don't want that for you, you don't want that for you, right? So number one, it has to be something that you enjoy doing, and two, it has to make a positive contribution to the world. Because if, for example, you have this amazing job that you're passionate about, but all it does is it hurts people. If you're like scamming people, um, or you're just doing something that negatively impacts other people's lives, and like that's how you make a living, and you love that, then I can't, I can't in good conscience think like that is greatness. I can't, because that's just not what it is to me. It has to be something positive. It has to help other people. Uh, I'm sure as Jeremiah has mentioned in previous episodes, it has to be something that just helps other people. Because if it doesn't, then like, what are we doing? If everyone is doing something that neg- negatively contributes to the world, this world's going to end. And I mean, people are already freaking out about it, right? So I think, yeah. That, that would have to be my definition of greatness in a long, roundabout way. Yeah, well, I love that, man. I think that's, I totally agree with that. And I guess I, I want to thank you for coming on. And I acknowledge, the same way as Lewis Howes, I guess, but I want to acknowledge you, Hilton, for, um, you know, really just starting your podcast, the Life, Love, and Legacy podcast. And I think it's inspiring for, you know, people on this podcast to follow you and you know grow with you and learn a lot from you because I think you have a lot of a like you have a very like effective coaching spirit and I think you can you know share share your wisdom and help a lot of people. I mean that's that's a goal one day. If anybody has any issues that they need worked out, hit me up. Uh, I'm not charging anything right now because I don't really know necessarily where the business is going to be. But mm-hmm. just hit me up. We can sit down have a conversation and hopefully I can help you with that a little. Yeah, I think that's like the best. Um, like it, it's interesting to think to like the people who I think do the best in the world are like they want to help right and like generally, the, yeah. yeah they generally want to help and I think that's the best sign so um, yeah I guess we'll just end the podcast there and uh, I just want to shout out uh, Hilton's Life Love and Legacy podcast Life Love and Legacy podcast you can find it on Spotify on SoundCloud, SoundCloud primarily right now. Mm-hmm. We're working on Spotify. Yeah, and uh, eventually it'll be it'll be on iTunes too. So hopefully, you, yeah, you can go check check that out. And uh, you know, I think you can learn a lot of practical life skills, whether it's in relationships, uh, your legacy, business skills, or just kind of mindset stuff. So it'd definitely be cool to check that out. And uh, I guess we'll end there, and I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Zenfulness Podcast. All right, see you guys.